Hello, friends. In our busy and hectic lives, we all need those special moments that seem to come along occasionally. Moments that we know come from the throne of God. Moments that inspire us or stir up our faith. These moments are so valuable because they can provide much needed encouragement. So take a pause in life and enjoy this new podcast series that we are titling Inspirational Moments. Short, brief, and we pray very inspiring. Remember, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. You that don't know. So many people going through so much. It is a sign of the times we are in. But I promise you this, I'm looking for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He has every answer. He has every solution. He solves every dilemma. Even sound system dilemmas, he can solve that. As long as my sound person will work with him, praise the Lord. You're doing great, sister. But, but... This too shall pass. That storm that's blowing in your life, the devil's going, you're not getting through this one. You've been through stuff before, but this is bigger than anything you've been through. I know what he's saying to you. I hear the same voice too often. But my God is greater than anything, everything, and all things. He's bigger than issues, problems, issues, struggles, issues, worries. Let, let me let me just cut a little deeper. Whatever you're afraid of today, he's got it in his hand. Whatever fears are controlling you, whatever fears are troubling you inside, God said, I've got it. I've already got it. It's no wonder, he said in Luke 18, 8, when the Son of Man returns, will he find faith on the earth? You know why he said that? Because he was telling us there's going to be storms like never before. Someone's got to have faith. I'm getting through this with the help of the Lord. I'm getting through this with the help of the Lord. Jesus. I promise you this, though, as long as you keep giving power to the problem, you know you're not getting through this. You know you've finally been uncovered. You know you've finally been shown out. You're not getting through. As long as you keep feeding that. Yeah, that's probably true. In your head, you're thinking, yeah, this is bigger than I've ever been through in my life. I told someone this morning, why don't you turn the table on the situation? Here's how you do it. Here's how you do it. Instead of going, I could just tell them what I'm really going through. If I could just get them to understand how deep my problems are. Why don't you vocally, out loud say, but God's still good. God still loves me. God's still victorious. God's still in control. That isn't about right. That's exactly right. You see, see, Brother Justin, it takes faith to vocalize something. We can either say, I'm down, I'm not getting through. That's faith in your fear. But, Pastor, if I feel all dark inside, 
am, aren't I being a phony by saying the opposite? No. You're speaking words of faith. With God, all things are possible. There's no restraint to the Lord to save by or by few. I, I told the leaders this morning, listen, nobody comes to church and brings God solely with them. And nobody takes God away when they leave. This is God's church. All he needs is a little faith in him. The only thing separating me from a miracle today is my faith. I've said it before. I won't get any amens here. I'm prophesying that. But I've said this before. Sometimes people don't let go of their struggles. That means they can't go back to the welfare line then. If God heals them, they can't. Hello, somebody. I would to God there was absolute, pure transparent faith in God today. Just rework it all, God. Change my whole perspective on it all. I might quit getting pity in the altar if I, if I get healed of this affliction. If we want it. Is it all in the shout? No, it's not. It's in the exhibition of faith, though. Jesus didn't tell Bartimaeus, come follow me. He said, go home. Go about your life. But walk differently. Talk differently. Live differently. Think differently. Josh said something, Brother Josh, a long time ago preaching here. He said, why is it sometimes we feel beautiful in church and ugly in the world? Why do we have faith in the church? I'll add to that. And we get out there and we struggle to have faith. Because the devil's voice is so prominent out there. So big out there. Visitors, we're glad you're here today. If we get excited If we get excited because you're here, don't fault us. We're just glad that, that somebody's come to the house of God without any without any inhibitions, without any obstructions. They're not mad at her and she's not mad at him. They just come to worship Jesus. And that gets me excited in the church. I shouldn't let this out here today, but I just feel like I need to. I've never, I've never known that this sister's ever been mad with me. She probably has, but she's got the dignity to hide it if she has. All right? But let's just suppose she gets something between her and I. Can't stand my pastor. Hate his family. Not praying for him anymore. There are problem and not the solution. And let's just say, God forbid, she just says, I'm done and walks out. God forbid. Guess what? 
Guess what? That person that comes in Wednesday night that's just looking for God that doesn't know anything about her, they don't come in here going, hmm, I feel like something's missing. Maybe, maybe a sister left with a lot of faith. They don't know nothing about that. They're just coming in here looking for a fair shot at God to change their life. And she isn't taking revival with her if she goes, God forbid. You know what Jehu did, right? When he got all the prophets of Baal in the place, what did he do? Lock the door. So if you or your wife get any ideas, I'm locking the door, all right? But I'm just saying this. People can sit in church when God is moving and revival, like they just sang, is happening. Get all mad at the pastor, mad at the brother over there, mad at the sister over there. And they think, well, I'm, I'm just done here. There's no more anointing in this place for me. Guess what? When you leave and that person comes in next Sunday and they don't know nothing about you, they don't feel anything but a love for God, a, a fire for change. I want to tell somebody today, God is still God. He's able to do anything, everything, and all things. So, visitor, we're excited you're here today, all right? I'm excited you're here today. And what I've been told, we're going to use the baptismal tank today. So excited about that. Hey, hey, home folk, remember the day when we used to announce something like that and you got the key? Let the man be born of the water and of the spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That ought to be exciting. That ought to turn somebody on. I mean, fire you up. What kind of person goes in the delivery room and there's a, there's a birth about to occur? Oh, hallelujah. A brand new baby. A brand new baby. I mean, that changes. Visitor, we're excited you're here today. And I want, I want you to get as much God as you can in your own way. Don't worry about how I'm doing it, how she's doing it, how they're doing it. In your own personal, unique, individual connection to God, just get your cup full today. Get your cup full today. Don't worry about people looking at you going, That'll change. Mm -hmm. Give her time. Mr. Tina, how long you had the Holy Ghost? 35 years. She's still shouting back there, all right? She's not bored in church. She's not bored in the house of God. all of her kids pray through over the years. Oh, 
I talked to some folks up on Lazy Mountain this week. Sloan and Katie they sat right there where Justin and Krista are about a year ago. Wanted to talk to me after church. Maybe it'll be online right now. I don't know. Pardon me if this is too much revelation. Wanted to talk to me after church. Still remember what I taught. They said, we have never felt anything like that in our life. We come from this church felt like our inside were just on fire. Now they're not sitting there today, but I'm just telling you what they said. Maybe they were just trying to tickle my ear, but I don't think so. Talk to them again this week. They've opened up a zip lining business on Lazy Mountain. And I was under the impression initially that we had 12 to 18 possible candidates that would go zip lining. Young, ambitious, bold, energetic, brave, courageous young people. After I talked to her on the phone, I called back. Well, that number's not that way anymore. She did tell me, she said, it's a two-and-a-half-hour course. She said, if anybody's faint of heart, we won't take them. I said, is it that intense? And anyway, but she made sure that she stressed group comes, she said, oh, you're going, Pastor. You're going, that's for sure. I said, I said, I said, you know how old I am, right? She said, just sign the waiver. We're not responsible. Oh, I'm going to do that. But I'm saying all that to say this. If these brave, courageous young people don't show up, brave, courageous, older folks to show up. I'm not doing that alone, all right? So I need some I need some of you moms and dads to say, if they don't fill out the number that we need to get the group rate, let her know. You want to be on the alternates list, okay? I heard Brother Plale, I heard Brother Plale say, if he does it, his wife has to do it. So I mean, that's, that's just all there is to it. Love you folks today. I hope that you've come to the altars of God, meaning symbolically speaking, to get something rich and invigorating and reviving and renewing. What in the world is church about if we can't get a touch from God? Why assemble if we can't? Why assemble if we can't leave changed? I don't want to be religious. I want to be full of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I want to be a difference maker, a light spreader. God is good. He's always good, Brother Carl. If I'm on the mountain or I'm in the valley, God's still good. If we're going through family things or personal things, God is still good. You hear me, sister online, God is still good. I know what you're going through, but God is still good. wonder if you would just collectively today, that means everybody, in your own personal way, I wonder if you just lift your voice to him in adoration, in worship. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, precious Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I love you with all of my heart, Jesus. I love you with all of my mind and soul, Lord God. Help me, God. I want to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to touch the hem of your garment. I want to draw near to the throne of grace. I want to be blessed. 
I want to be changed. I want to be a light and bless your good and holy name. Bless your good and holy name. Bless your good and holy name. If you have lost your fire, the Hebrew writer said that the fire of God went out in the temple. lost your flame. Please stop blaming her or him or them or me. It's your job to keep that fire going, Brother Carlos. Brother, if the pastor would just look my way once in a while, it would help me get the fire going. You've got to quit looking at other people, all right? You've got to burn your own flames. You've got to get your own fire going. And if my man's gone out, I can't blame you, brother. That's what personal devotion time is all about. That's why you read your Bible at home. Why you pray when you're not at church. That's called personal devotion. You know, if you're a parent that'll... I'm preaching today, not me. Come up here, Saul. Shut up, brother. Come up here. But if you're a parent and the only time you pray is at church... Guess who figures that out real quick? Guess who figures out real quick? If the only time you pray is the night you preach, bro, guess who figures that out real quick? Your sons, your daughters. But the reason we pray in private is so that he will reward us openly. And... And when the rapture occurs, I don't have to worry about if I'm in church when it happens. I don't have to worry about if I was in the altar when the trumpet sounds. Because I've been praying and I've got my fire burning. And I'm... What are you rambling about, preacher? I'm not rambling. I'm talking to some of you today. It is not my job to keep your personal fires burning. Jesus came back to the garden. I wonder why he didn't say, I should have been here with you. When I was gone, you got weak. He didn't say that. He said, what, you couldn't one hour? You couldn't sustain it one when you're working in the middle of the night. Not my job to call you and say, you still saved, brother? You still full of the Holy Ghost? When you're, you're pushing that mop or whatever you do, brother, and you feel God come on you in the middle of the night, it's up to you to say, oh, Jesus, I love you. I love you so much, God. I love you, Jesus. I told you years ago, Brother Cleo, I can take you right where I, I can explain you where I was and you can know. But I was on a ridge and I was in the mountains with my brother, Brother Mike. And, and he had gone back earlier to camp and I stayed up too late and it was dark. I mean, the sun was just setting and that dust was coming. It was just starting to get dark. Way down. I mean, he was 2,000 degrees below me, maybe more. I could just see that little spark. It just 
got back to camp, started that fire. That's all I knew. Got dark, I just watched that fire the whole way. I wonder how many people are, you know, they're getting their direction in life off of your fire today. Fire burning, brother. Keep your fire burning, sister. You may feel dry inside. Keep it burning. Hey, your kids may have walked out of the church. Your husband left you. Keep the fire burning. Your wife may have walked out of you. Keep the fire burning. <laughs>